J is Mr. Popularity. And podcast just started right there. Hello! <laughs> I really just wanted to get that in for the beginning. <laughs> I don't even know where we started recording from anyway. Somewhere. All right, welcome happened. to a, another uh, Tech Corner podcast. Yeah. Uh, today is the, what is today? The 11th of May. Um, this is episode 14. We just passed yeah. Lucky 13. So we'd be doing things, Jay. We're out here in these streets with Macedonians listening listening to the podcast. I know, eh? That's what's up. Hectic. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you very much for uh, listening and for sharing. If you shared and told somebody about us, and some tweets as well. Getting a couple of yeah, tweets we've now. Got a couple of tweets. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, things are popping off. We have got some people following us. If you have not followed us on Twitter, I am trying to you know get that account a bit more active mm, right now. Mm. So you can find us on there at Tech Corner ZM. Uh, Jay is at the underscore J man. I am at Two Seats. You are listening to the Tech Corner Podcast. No doubt. And we have a great show for you, actually, this week. Um, a whole bunch of interesting stuff going on. Mm. I like this week's news, actually, because despite it being what we've been talking about all year, yeah. and it seems like <laughs> these are the same issues, and they keep just growing or gaining new aspects, these are things I enjoy talking about. So I'm really good on this news. Um, first off, uh, WhatsApp is now available on the desktop. Uh, some of you may be thinking that I'm trying to give you uh, like old news or something. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the browser. No, no. I'm not talking about the browser thing, not the web.whatsapp thing. No, no, no. The actual app. There is an app now, actual app, um, something that you can use natively on your desktop. Sorry, Linux users, you'll be like me. There is no desktop app for Linux yet. Oh, yeah. So, unfortunately, we are left out in the cold. I don't know why. I don't know why, but, oh, well, uh, there is an... Uh, yeah. A version for Windows, there's a version for Mac, so if you happen to own one of those machines or one of those operating systems, uh, you're good to go. You can get yourself the best Well, of, uh, I, I, when, when you sent me this, I was so excited, I went to the store. I went to the store. And? You, <laughs> you tell us what happened. We went I to didn't the find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Wait. Is that... Hold on. Okay, so... Jay's on Windows. He's on yeah, Windows, Windows 10. 10. Right? Uh, okay. The app is supposed to be available for Windows 8 Plus. So if you're on Windows 8 and above, you should be able to get that's what. That's my understanding. So I said 8 Plus. And then yeah. when, I, when I didn't find it, then I was like, I don't understand what the Plus means. Have but you installed it since? What? The WhatsApp. No, it hasn't come. I mean, the store. I can't even find it in the you store. You can't find it in the store yet? It's not in the store. Are you... Okay, What what is your account type? Uh, um, is it tied to... Okay, wait, wait. So your ID, okay, because you have obviously the, you have Windows 10, right? Yeah. So you must have an ID that's attached to it when you log in and uh, it's okay. yes. you've got a live ID, mm, quote unquote. Mm. What, is, what are you set to as your country? That's a good question. If you're, set to, if you're set to Zambia, there's a chance that maybe it hasn't populated to the Zambian, quote unquote, store. This is the, this oh, is the is messed it, up is thing about... Is, oh, really? This is the messed up thing about these app stores in the first place. And it's never been fixed from the beginning, you know? And oh, if I'm okay. honest, I blame Apple for this because they're the first people that introduced the store. Yeah. They're the first people who had people going through proxies and finding fake addresses I and know. postcodes to say, yes, I'm from America. Yes, <laughs> I am from Alabama. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, uh, yeah, my name is Malenga Malenga and I live uh, in Alabama. I'm on First Street. <laughs> I know. Let me just find the postcode for that. I blame Apple for that nonsense. Yeah, so it hasn't hit the store, yeah, because I was there with a live account. But there's something mm. called WhatsApp. What's around? <laughs> have you just have you basically just found strange knockoffs? <laughs> so yes, it is out, but I think like you mentioned, because yeah. as soon as I got the link, I was because I've been using the the browser, the web one. version, yeah. Even yeah. as soon as as soon as you told me, I, I got onto that as well. I was pretty excited because mm. it helps when picking up the phone. Bad if you're an, if you're in the office, but it, you know it makes you look more productive. Because you're typing in your laptop? I know. <laughs> Must be working somehow. <laughs> hey, I'm just putting it out there. That's what everyone's These doing. These myths out here. You know, right? So, uh, yeah, so I managed to go to the store. It's not in the store. It's yeah. not in the store. Not in the store here. But like you said, it is out there. So, I mean, what, what's the difference between web and... And the native application? Yeah. Okay, since I have not used it, I can only mention what, what was in the press release yeah, course, yeah. and what commentators have been saying. Yeah. But essentially, this is just to allow you to make use of it without having to use your browser. For some people, like you were mentioning, as far as productivity is concerned, oh, it may be better to not be using the browser 
Yes. And be ha- and have a native app available so that you don't get too distracted or the temptation to be distracted isn't there. Okay. If well, you're working you, in the browser, yeah. It's easy for you to new tab Facebook. New tab yeah. anything else. But you know the thing is that with with things being in the browser, yeah. and, and I suppose this is a different especially because uh it's it's easy to click between tabs. Mm-hmm. So like even if I want to you know if I want to chat, it just like it'll the pop up or whatever you got notifications. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy for me. Whereas with an app like with what with Skype as mm-hmm. an app, then I can, I'll see the notification. I have to click on it. Yeah. It'll pop up. Then I have to reduce it again. And so it almost seems like it's, I guess I, this this depends on your use case or what you find is good functionality. But like this you is, know, anyway, I suppose like I suppose that's yeah, true. I suppose functionality. But just for me on a normal workday, yeah. I can have different tabs open. Mm. I can click on a tab, quickly type in, go to another tab without necessarily have to minimize mm. and maximize. Whereas with the app, then you start minimizing, maximizing. So this so, this is the same issue that cropped up when Windows eight first came out. Yeah. Because of the fact that you had this brand new tiled interface and oh, all yeah. these new apps which weren't really desktop applications and there was a lot of pushback from people about this. Yes. Because they didn't like a lot of Windows users did not understand Microsoft was pushing for this new wave of touch interfaces mm. and looking towards the future when they'll be unifying yeah. their operating systems and trying to get, you know, one design language working between both because unfortunately as well productive and useful as the Windows 7 user experience was, yeah. it, that doesn't translate to a mobile phone or a tablet. Okay, it, it just doesn't. And, for a, a, and also, if you have, ha- happen to have you know, one of these new devices or a new monitor or screen, etc., that actually has touch enabled, they're not actually suited for the old the windows 7 true. and yeah. and uh, earlier kind of user experience so microsoft is looking towards the future windows was mm. supposed to be something that worked with touch worked uh, in a cross platform way you could develop for one one uh, interface essentially and you could easily translate that to other interfaces so you can develop uh, say the whatsapp web um, web product right now for the desktop, and also the code could be easily transposed to the phone, right? Yeah. So this whole idea between what works for one person and what works for others is the issue here. There are people who, uh, for instance, would have been fine with the web version, like you are right now, it would seem, right? Yes. But for some people, it doesn't work because, let's say, for instance, with me, and actually with you, I'm surprised this isn't an issue. I have my browser open and it's got a hundred tabs in it. And so I get that notification. I have to first figure out where is that WhatsApp tab? He's just upset that I have managed to finally find a way to have all these tabs open and still be on point. Can I just say, state for the record, there is no way, Jay, that you can be productive with you know the number why? of tabs you, you know, have. Open. You know why? Because it's, it's interesting. And this is what people say about, you know, when you get used to even browsing. Mm. So I have all my tabs, my <laughs> my hundred tabs, tabs. As, he, as he says. But it would be interesting that as soon as a notification comes up, it's a little just something in the corner will just go up, and I can know that's the tab I can need to go to. It's 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 almost it's because you don't. It's still an extra <laughs> click though. It's still an well, like extra said, click. It's a click, but it's, a, it's like the, it's like the same thing like I was talking about with Skype. Because Skype, the app is there, right? But, but here's the, here's the difference. Here's the difference, right? <laughs> so okay, um, last tab you were in was BBC, right? You were checking yeah. out Formula One results. Yeah. Okay. Now you've just switched to your Excel because you know boss man just walked in. Yeah. Okay. Now, from, from your Excel, you realize there's a notification. This is not hide, hiding so, information, yes. So you realize there's a notification. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me check my WhatsApp. So you have to first click on the browser, oh, then I click see. on the tab. Yeah. So somebody who's using the native application would just Ooh. click on the, yeah. the, the, the button for the app itself. Now, would you want your that. boss to see that native application <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom so of... these are the different use cases. Anyway, this, I, get, but I totally understand what you're talking yeah. about in terms of, yeah, if, if you've... If you've got something else, mm. yeah, if, if the browser is closed, then of course, if it's if it's sitting at your, your taskbar, yeah. you can actually see. Makes sense, but yeah, if you are hiding from the boss, I don't think so. Okay, so yeah, in and now in, in this also, there are different things that can be done by yeah. a native application. Sure. For instance, via web, I know uh, you can't attach video. 
No. And documents, this is something else that's been added to WhatsApp recently. You can I'm sure, yes. attach documents, yeah. uh, location, no. conch so location. These are the kinds of things from a native perspective, one would be, it would be easier to develop, especially the attachments part, yeah. especially adding video, uh, adding um Documents. Location, documents. Yeah, I'm guessing that, with the way they're going, much easier, yes. direct competition for Skype. Not just Skype. Uh, well, Vibe, I'm, but I'm talking about that's the first <clears> thing that comes to mind because Skype has been doing this for a long yes, time. Yes, yes. Right? They're, they're now basically throwing down the gauntlet for Viber, Telegram, yes. Kick. These, these are the online. These are the ones mm. that already served every platform and mm. were truly cross-platform. Cross the last frontier for them to actually hit is Linux. Because I still don't have WhatsApp for Linux. Apparently, you don't even have it for Windows. But I, I, they didn't it's even announce anything for Linux. So, yeah. Okay. So I told mean, you. Meanwhile, I've got Viber on, on, on Linux. Yeah. I can get Telegram on Linux. Yeah. So, yeah, they still have to catch up on that. But basically, it's covering all the bases so that you don't have the excuse, oh, but there isn't a desktop application. Yeah. And it, because they could have well, well and truly decided, you know what, no, we're going to just stick with the web version. You should be satisfied with that. So clearly there is a demand, and they're just servicing that demand. Because, yeah. I mean, there are people who are like, well, why do I want it on my computer? I've got it on my phone. You know, so, yeah. yeah true. No, the native thing, the native, yeah, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Hopefully when it does come through, can... You can give a report on how it feels. I will. How it runs. True. Okay. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, uh, after dealing with the obligatory WhatsApp news, um, we're going to move on to the obligatory Uber news. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're talking about these companies every episode. We need companies to talk about. I know, right? Listen, if you are in a country that has, like, some awesome startups, uh, particularly if you're in an African country, um, it would be nice for you to, like, get in touch, holler at us. Let us know about whatever startup it is, and we can talk about them. Um, but uh, interesting news over here. Uber is making some moves in SA. Apparently, they've actually teamed up with BMW and Nissan. Really? Yeah, with, uh, re- with regards to the, what, the models, the i3 and yes, the Nissan Leaf. Yes, and the Nissan Leaf. We shouldn't yeah. be surprised we talked about the Leaf just last, last Just last week. week. Yeah. Yep. Um, so basically, if you're ordering an Uber, quote-unquote, or booking an Uber, mm. what, what language do you Uberers use? Only Uber. <laughs> you book, u- order. Uber. Gonna Uber. You Uber. So it's a verb. Uber yes. It, it's a, hey. <laughs> I'm gonna Uber. I'm gonna Uber. It doesn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, it, it sounds. I mean, it's a cool. It's a cool little name. But ooh, I'm gonna Uber. Oh, no. it's a stolen name. It's German. Yeah. It just means super. I don't even know Uber. how they managed to trademark this. How yeah, did they manage to trademark this? That's a good question. Do they have the trademark in Germany? You check. That's a little segue. That's a little segue. We didn't talk about intellectual property. We spoke about obviously when we talked about iPhone. Yes, we talked about. Oh yeah, we did in China. That's the reason why. If you if you listen to this and (laughs) while we're rambling on about Mm. trademarking, it's because what happened. If you don't know, check it out on the podcast. Previous podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about trademarking. Anyway, on to the fintech. This is off the fintech, uh, fin twenty four actually website. Uh, TJ will put it in the show notes. Uber Joburg pilots. Uh, electric car options, okay? Uh, users of internet ride-sharing app Uber will soon have the option of choosing an electric car ride in Johannesburg, right? Mm. Uber announced on Wednesday that it's a partner with BMW, like you said, and Nissan to bring its Uber Green options to its Johannesburg users. Uh, riders will be able to request BMW i3, very nice car, mm-hmm. or Nissan Leaf uh, electric cars operated by Uber drivers between, actually, 9th of May, so it's already underway. Yeah, yeah. Between the 9th uh, to the 3rd of June, between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Fares on Uber Green will also be charged at Uber X prices. So if you know this, I've never used Uber before. <laughs> I was this close to trying it while I was in Joburg last time. Uber X is the cheapest ride option available yes. uh, on the internet ride-sharing service. So there we go. Yeah. Uber yet again. So the idea is when you, quote-unquote, order your, your ride, right, yeah. you can choose to say you want to go green and get a green car to come and pick you up. Yeah. You know, so it's good for your conscience. You feel I like, agree. I traveled and I didn't pollute today. Yeah. I didn't contribute I to this pollution. I haven't been using Uber because they contribute to pollution. <laughs> there's, there's so much carbon Feel monoxide. Good <laughs> Feeling good. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, if you feel like being green, 
uh, you can basically state that you would like a green car to pick you up, which is actually cool. Oh, I like the fact that they're doing this. This is some of this new uh, newness in tech and what it allows these companies to do. Yeah. Because such things would, would take forever for, say, for instance, governments to put into legislation and have actually take off. The fact that a major company is doing this mm-hmm. and could be considering you know, re- replacing their entire fleet with cars like this. That actually has a great impact on how people well, think and how they feel about yeah, these. Well, because convincing consumers to, to tell them, listen, you need to buy a green car without them ever having actually used one or been in one. This is a difficult thing. You know, it, so, so if someone rides in one, I suppose it's... Yeah. yeah, it's like, wait, this car isn't bad. Listen to that. It's quiet. You yeah, know, true. You know, like there's no difference between, you know, this car and my car as far as getting from point A to point B. Mm. You know, so this is a great thing as far as changing people's mindsets to actually sensitizing them uh, about these kinds of things and giving giving them a closer look at the possibilities aside from being a trial for the company. And then let me not even get started on the, the how do I how do I phrase this politely? Um Ah, there's no way to phrase this nicely, but the evil part of this, okay, which is just the self-serving potential side of it, because I know whoever is, I don't know the name, whoever is CFO at Uber, looking at these electric cars and thinking, tax write-off. Let's just be real. Honestly, you, you you start putting all those green cars on the road in America, the tax write-off on that must be massive. You say, listen, we're helping the environment. We're helping. But they don't own the cars, though. Yeah, this is true. But still, as the, still the company cover... providing the partnership and the policy, I see. Yes, they'll benefit from, from, that, this. from that. But it's interesting. I mean, obviously, you know, all well and good that uh, you know Uber. I can see stats here. You can always read about them when the show comes up. I start thinking. You know, we've spoken about there are a couple of African startups that are making electric buses. We spoke about yeah, a couple yeah, of. Yeah. Are there any making electric cars? Ooh. This I don't know of. But if they're making buses, I mean... They should be. Well, yeah. If they're making buses, the assumption is... They can, yeah. Sure. Because it would be interesting... Even retrofitting a You know, yeah. yeah. Because obviously, you know, Uber, big company. Yeah. But they've partnered up with big German companies. Ooh. So should they be partnering... Japanese. Should they be partnering partnering with with a developing country's uh, infrastructure, essentially, to better... Okay, so this all depends on uh, country policy. So if I was somebody, you know, in South Africa, I'll be wanting my next president because, well, (laughs) (laughs) obvious reasons, I'll be wanting my next president to champion things like this. They already have in South Africa a head start because, you know, you can't, for instance, import, you know, the Japanese cars into SA, you know, all of these these secondhand cars that the rest of Africa is quite happy to, ta- to take on, you can't actually keep in South Africa. Yeah. So if you ordered, you know, one of these secondhand vehicles from Japan or wherever, they can't actually even stay in South Africa for, what is it, 48 or 72 hours? Something yeah. Like that. They have to be out of there very quick, quick. So they would need to have somebody with some foresight to say, listen, do we have companies or people here doing this electric car thing? If they don't, they need to subsidize the starting of it or do some encouraging of it, you know, tax breaks, whatever you have to do to encourage people to get into that field and essentially tell Uber, listen, you want to operate this whole electric thing over here? No, don't bring Nissan Leafs here. Don't bring BMW i3s here. Use the local product. And that obviously will uh, increase the amount of innovation, the jobs, etc. That's a direct injection of some more capital into the local yeah. market for you know to increase GDP. It's it's a simple thing of policy. So yeah, I'm hopefully. really glad that we have pretty horrible roads here in Zambia because quite honestly, I do not see such happening here. We would just be overrun by Nissans. Like that's just the truth. I doubt we'd have the i threes here. Uh, the Nissans would be a plenty. <laughs> True, but yeah. All right, no, that's good things. Hopefully, we'll see where yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be keeping our eyes on that, uh, just like how I've been keeping my eye on Lyft. Um, the competition between on to Lyft. between these two companies, Uber and Lyft, is just amazing. And it's good to see Lyft, a much smaller company, valuation-wise, uh, money in the bank-wise, but they're still you know, plugging away at this problem and not even scared of the fact that Uber has become this huge company. 
I think this, I mean, you know, judging, especially if you're the, okay, fine, if you want to argue, like if you're first to the market, mm. there's always going to be space. Sure, sure, sure. Because at some stage, someone will always want an option. Yes. Maybe they were not happy with. And Lyft took advantage of this. 100%. They, they painted themselves as the more friendly company. You know, the drivers in the U.S. would actually decorate their cars. Yeah. They're, they're famous for having the pink mustache on the front of their vehicles. Yeah. So, you, you know, they, they've actually... They've got, you know, I mean, Uber, because of, I think because of their size and being, you know, whether you want to say aggressive, yeah. have bore the brunt of lawsuits and everything yes, else. So, and well, yeah, so it, Lyft it, is almost like, it's just flying under the radar. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, you know, but they, it's a good thing. They make sure their PR is a lot friendlier. Yeah. Their CEO is liked a lot more, mm. you know. So, yeah, anyway, they're... They're plugging away at this ride-sharing issue, and I like what they're doing. Yeah. So they've got a partnership. We talked about this before with GM. Yes, of course. Um, we spoke about this, I think, when we were covering uh, this year's... What is CES. It? Yeah, CES. Yeah. yeah. So at the moment, they're basically executing on what was hinted at at CES, basically. Yeah. And what, I, what has amazed me is the time frame. So Lyft and GM are looking to actually put on the road trialed autonomous driving taxis within the year. So sometime next year, 2017, there will be autonomous taxis that you can order to pick you up from somewhere and take you somewhere else within the year. Jay, we are living in the future. I'm quite happy to be living in the future. Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, that's the only movie that where the world is taken over by, not really, but it's most no, it's the not. famous one where, yeah. it's like the most it's famous the most one where, one. I know, like the world is taken over. But, <laughs> now obviously, we've spoke, autonomous vehicles, I mean, we even saw it at CES, that was the biggest thing. And this whole yeah, year, yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, we're always talking about it and you can't get bored because Everyone's doing something different, and exactly. everyone's at various different it's stages. It's moving at such an amazing pace. Incredible. Mm. Now, obviously, with legislature, we saw the accident a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Google crash. <clears throat> Why not? Obviously, here, this is coming off, obviously, the Wall Street Journal. Mm. Now, GM, okay, a few months ago, GM invested half a million into Lyft. How far are we from... Half a million or half a bill? Half a, half a, sorry, half a billion, sorry. Half a billion. Half a billion. Sorry, my, my bad. Half a billion. Mm. How far are we from uh, legislature-wise? Because obviously we know that even in the U.S. people are going. There's still a lot of people who are nervous going, you know, especially even, yeah, hmm. even especially mm-hmm. worse off when the crash happened. Yeah. Big debate about, you know, is it safe? Will it, eh? yes. Is Absolutely. it? Yeah. Okay. So first off, with the trial, I haven't seen the details yeah. regarding driver presence. So I'm assuming there will be a person in the car. Obviously. I mean, definitely for the first one. There'll be somebody in the car. There's no way that, you know, the car is arriving by itself. <laughs> because, I mean, there's so many problems with this in the first place. Yeah. You know, for everything from the right person getting into the vehicle, you know, all sorts. There are so many things that can go wrong. So my feeling is there'll be somebody in the car. Well, That's the first one. Okay. Judging from this one, this is where I think they eventually, where they want to go, and the article goes on to say, customers will have the opportunity to opt in and out of the pilot when hailing a Lyft car from the company mobile app. So that's interesting right there. They call him a pilot. <laughs> <Not even a driver>. <laughs> <laughs> what? I know, right? Wait, Jay, I said, so, we are living in the future. <laughs> it's like you didn't hear me the first time. We are living in the future right now. Uh, oh. I'm excited by this. Okay, this is honestly... You can't, you can't want this to go any slower. You can only hope that all of the policy and legislature, all of it, just catches up to the pace that technology is moving at. True. And, you know, this, is, this comes back to how I feel about actually getting into tech and learning. We really have to figure out how to teach and get people interested in tech at a younger age. Yeah, no, it is the case, actually. Because I thought about this. Ever since we, t- we spoke last week about... Um, my own first experience and your own first experience with a solar product. I've been thinking about this and the way things are today and the differences that we have. So, for instance, uh, I have a niece, and she's you know still in, in grade school. She's in her first year of high school. 
And she hasn't had a calculator of her own yet. She, it hasn't been required yet at school. They don't have calculators yet. They're still yeah. doing everything, you know, in their heads, which oh, is great. Yeah. So she hasn't had the chance to use, you know, a solar-powered calculator. She's seen one, sure, but she's never actually needed to use one yet, all right? Now, for her, in comparison to you and I, her first solar-powered product was not a calculator or a watch. Oh. It was lights. I was thinking about this after we recorded the last podcast. Yeah. I'm thinking, how different is the mind of somebody who understands that you could get light from solar-powered things, and this is at a basic, from when you're young, in your developing stages of life. Because, I mean, my solar-powered calculator, that was, that was, you know, a couple of years into secondary school, man. Yeah, that's true. You know, this is the first time I've had solar-powered lighting. True. I, how different do I see the world? How different do I see opportunity? I'm thinking about the kids who are going to grow up with these with autonomous, autonomous vehicles, where you're able to just call one to pick you up. Think about the parent who's concerned about the, ta- the taxi cab that your, your kid is ordering. Oh, yeah, because you, we, we've always young. Yeah, you think Scary about, you, know, you, you, you want to be sure of the driver. You're going to yeah. get a few referrals from a friend. You know, do you know a driver who's good? You know, yeah. Can you recommend somebody, et cetera, et cetera? You want somebody trustworthy. There are some people, you know, who have a, a cab driver on contract, you know, to pick up their kids when they can't, that kind of yeah, thing yeah. from school, et cetera. Yeah. Think about how different a world this is when it's just the, it's just the car, just car, it's just, order the car, it will show up order, at. Order the, the Lyft car or the Uber car. It will show, show up, up at. Pick up your kids and, you know, drop them off. Yeah, the home. Orders change. I mean, listen, I, used to, I used to look forward to being picked up by, you know, parents. It was just... I know, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, imagine yeah. kids just with a car. It's just a car. A bunch just, of cars with no, no we're, one we're in them. We're becoming so impersonal, aren't I we? Know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's like that human... I think that's the reason why we... And like I say, the younger younger generation will be normal for them. But yeah. for some of us who've grown up with this human element, like you jump in a car and you start talking to someone. Yes. yes. How was where, your day? It doesn't matter whether it, yeah. whether it was a drive, if you were fortunate, or mm. you know, if your own parents came to pick you up. You always yeah. had that... Imagine just jump in and on that tablet they, and... Yeah. Oh, man! What are we doing to our kids? Get home and we've spoken about <laughs> fridges that can order food, things that we're oh, cooking. Oh, gee. <laughs> but anyway. Your kid's best friend will be a machine. <laughs> this is what we're saying. The Jetsons, people. It's happening. <laughs> but anyway, like you said, it, it will be good in certain circumstances, like you're yeah. saying, where, you know, the, you can't run away from it. It's, it's bound to, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to get there eventually where mm-hmm. the car will just come and It'll just come and pick you up. Like, no big deal. And it'll come, go and pick up your kids. Yeah. You know, you, you've... Your your kid has gone to a party, and they need they need to come home at some late hour or whatever. You don't have to worry you know, about. You, yeah. you don't have to worry about this. You can okay, yeah. We we'll just set the car to go pick them up. You've it could few, be your own. You've had a few drinks at the pub. Order oh. the car and drops you off. Get in the car, and I can this, see some useful. This is the thing. This is this is something that I <laughs> I've been wanting since childhood. Okay, because Michael Knight was able to just get in the car and tell Kit take me home. Okay, like seriously. <laughs> Those who don't know, go check out Knight Rider. It might be, it might be, wait, you might, wait, have, you wait, might be you way too young. We actually have some listeners who do not know what Knight Rider. I, there might be some. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. So that's GM and Lyft. That was us reminiscing. Yeah, we. Mm. Michael Knight was my hero, by the way. <laughs> Him and that car. And that car, man. The car that could talk. It's those lights. It's dude. interesting that television shows from back in the day. Yeah, certain of those things are becoming true right now. It's, it's another amazing, topic to right? talk about. I know because I heard about this. I had, a, I had an interesting read about this. Couple. Mm-hmm. This would be something we should talk about in another tech corner, definitely. All right, yeah. We'll, we'll, Talking cars. We'll yeah, dissect that one. Yeah. All right. So, um, bit of an interesting announcement today. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, I'm not, I'm not really on Facebook like that, but you know, news mm, releases and yeah. coverage caused me to happen by his uh, his Facebook page. Mm. So he's posted today about uh, the launch of Free Basics, quote-unquote, internet.org yeah. uh, in Nigeria. Uh, Zambia was uh, lucky enough or privileged enough to be the first country where Free Basics was launched. The first. That was pretty strange and impressive at the same time. Yes, and this was a while ago. This was last year sometime. Mm. I can't remember when. We weren't doing yeah. the podcast yet. Uh, we were just doing the show on radio. And whilst, if I'm honest, I've never actually used it here. And I've had a few times when I should have. I need, we need, I need to confirm the details for getting access. It might be because I don't happen to be a subscriber of one of the networks. 
that might be what it is because okay, we can mention names even though we're not getting yeah. paid for the ad thing. It's Airtel, right? Yes. Here. yes okay, yeah. I don't have an Airtel line, so that's why I don't happen to use Free Basics. If you are benefiting from Free Basics, I Let would like know. to hear the reason from why you. Reason why I was listening because I am on Airtel. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know about your experience and how you feel about Free Basics. Yeah, hundred percent. So, we'll give out the details at the end of the podcast. Yeah, this, Let is, us know. this is something to talk about because I haven't used it and I have my own opinion about it. I don't think I'd be comfortable in it. Mm. Of course, there are some situations where I think maybe. I could have benefited from it, but anyway, True. all right. So anyway, like you, like you said, he mentioned it, um, and he says today we're partnering with uh, Airtel Africa to launch Internet.org Free Basics in Nigeria. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of uh, innovations across Africa right now, and Nigeria is uh, particular, uh, and Nigeria, sorry, in particular, is home to a lot of talented developers. Yeah. Um, in two thousand and nine, uh, Olalekan Eludu. Oyajewi, Adwemunyi, and Opanyeni Ayoemi started a site called Jobberman um, in their dorm to help connect people looking for work with companies looking to hire. Okay, now, uh, now Jobberman is one of the top 100 websites in Nigeria and gets 5,000 applications every day. Okay, yeah. So free uh, basic offers Nigerians, including 90 million people who are currently offline, the opportunity to access news, health information, and services. Mm-hmm. So there we go, man. It's home to 40 countries. Obviously, there were big issues like we spoke about before we started recording the podcast. Yeah. In India. So, India has been mm. ground zero for a lot of problems regarding the Free Basics product. Yeah. And if I'm honest, I understand where India, the Indians are coming from, and I support it completely because I see the same problems occurring here. And... Um, we, t- we tweeted about this from you know the Tech Corner account today. Yeah. The simple fact is, for a lot of people in less developed countries who don't have a lot of access to the internet, the truth is, internet equals Google, Facebook, uh, Gmail. Probably WhatsApp these days. Is, slow is, that, getting... is that even internet? Well, you, you'd be, you'd I don't be think, surprised. I don't think that that actually is in the... Hey, no, not in... The mind. Oh, no, 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 no. People don't understand that as internet. So, okay, so, face- okay, we'll, we'll, ah, okay. We'll get to this. We'll get to this. All right. So, what, right now, what I'm saying is that the word internet, oh, the word internet for people registers Google number one, yes, Facebook for most people, yeah. number two, yeah. Then these more fringe services, your Gmail, yeah, YouTube. Uh, mm. If there's anything else to add to that, maybe Wikipedia. Maybe. It's a long stretch. Maybe. That's a long stretch, yeah. Now, this is the interesting thing. Just as you mentioned, things that should be in there, WhatsApp. But a lot of people don't view WhatsApp as internet. They don't view it as that. Like, a lot of people, even, even in my own experience within my family, my mom at one point didn't understand how... WhatsApp wasn't connected to a SIM card because you use your phone number. Yes, yeah. And yeah, that's all. <laughs> this is what happened was when I moved from South Africa to here, to Zambia, I stopped using my South African SIM card on a day-to-day. But it's still attached to WhatsApp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was using my phone just on Wi-Fi and using WhatsApp connected to my SA number with my Zambian SIM, SIM card, card on my phone, yeah. which obviously makes sense if you understand a web application because... The phone number is just an ID. That's all it is. It's just an identifying thing, a number or whatever. And your SIM card doesn't actually do any work for this application to work, right? Uh, Work and work. To function. Your SIM card is not involved in this process. So for a lot of people, WhatsApp is just messaging. It doesn't really involve the Internet as far as the way they understand understand it. it. Okay. So this is the, the problem now that we have regarding free basics. Yeah, you know, I mean... It's good, and I, I suppose I see the reason why, um, you know, why some people, especially some developers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and, and people in India had an issue. Even like with this one, so right, these guys, mm. the guys from Nigeria, uh, yeah. Jobberman, yeah. you can access it for free. Yes. What happens to a rival platform that has to pay for data, though? Okay, so yeah, that is exactly, you know? exactly the crux of the problem. Yeah. Okay, so what happens with free basics? <clears throat> Sorry. What happens with Free Basics, for anybody who doesn't know, if you haven't used it, is essentially 
Facebook and their partners, because Internet.org is a partnership amongst a number of companies to provide, quote-unquote, basic Internet to people around the world, yeah. they strike a deal with an operator. In this case, it's Airtel. Yeah. They strike a deal and say, listen, we'll subsidize, pay a, a certain fee, and you just allow people to access these specific services at no cost on your network. Mm. Okay. So normally it's the basic list. Since Facebook is involved with it, Facebook is available. Wikipedia is available. Yep. Google in a very limited fashion is available. Rivals. All right. So now what happens is that these specific services are accessible for free, but their competitors won't be there. True. So in this situation, we have a social network, Facebook. As you would imagine, Twitter, despite having reclassified as a news app, is not available. True. All right. Google might be available, but Bing won't be available. DuckDuckGo won't oh, yeah. be available. And so in, a t in, in terms of compet uh, competitiveness and not. Uh, openness, this doesn't really mm. help or actually build that. So in your example, you've got Jobberman. Jobberman is uh, a platform for people to actually find but work. Job, yeah. Okay. This isn't a, you know, a fresh and new idea that nobody else can execute. So many people are trying to execute yeah. these ideas. I get pitched this idea yearly, twice yearly, whatever it is yearly, of people who want to build this platform, platform yeah. for people to find jobs because it's a consistent problem that people have. Oh. All right. People are unemployed, so yeah. 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 Even those who are, who yeah. are employed, they're still also, looking for another. Yeah, they're still looking for... <laughs> still on the market, <laughs> looking for something. Yeah, so this is a constant problem that people have. This is why LinkedIn is such a big company yeah. right now. So if Jobberman gets access, and because obviously they even mentioned by Zuckerberg yeah. himself on some, hey, listen, we partnered with these guys. Think about every other service who's trying to compete for this space, who now is looking at things saying, wow... The consumer base doesn't even have to pay for the for, to go to go, to, job. The, to, go yeah. to the competitor. Yeah. How are they coming to me mm. when they have to actually spend to use my service? This immediately puts Jobberman at an advantage in the marketplace. True. This now is the reason why in India, Free Basics has had a lot of pushback. Yeah. It's been hard for them to gain good favor and good press in India because of the fact that the community over there, the tech and developer communi community, has said no. True. This is mad. Why on earth should company A get more of an advantage than company B just because they have a partnership with you? And I mean, of course, when you decide to actually get onto free basics, if you're a company offering whatever service it is, you have to immediately allocate some developer time, oh, some yes. actual... Yep expense in terms of research mm. or R&D, etc., to convert your product to a manner that is uh, acceptable for the free, for free basics, basics platform. Yeah. Because they do have restrictions. You can't have JavaScript on there. You can't serve very large images. You can't True. serve rich media, so no video, mm. no sound. So depending on your platform and how you present it, you may it's have to make be, many changes to your product. It's, it's going to be basic. Yes, it will be. <laughs> it will be basic. So you have to actually make so many changes to your product. And to be quite honest, this is something that if you're on a budget, if you're bootstrapping your company, Ooh. why are you doing this? And why tight. are you spending more money to catch up to some other guy who is your competition mm. who now has this unfair advantage of the fact that consumers don't even have to pay to visit their website. True. I mean, we've always spoken about um, India. How, how long before you think the pushback starts happening here on the continent? In Africa? Always, I mean, we already had the, our big fight with, uh, we spoke about WhatsApp, and, yeah. you, know, you know, over the top okay. type platforms. And obviously our friends, are, you know, in in sort of in the East, Kenya, mm -hmm. you've got guys in Nigeria, Morocco, Egypt, where they're a bit more clued. How long before companies there or who, people who are competing, they start going, no? Uh, I figure as soon as Free Basics has a partnership with MTN, because if I'm quite frank, and you know, you, you, guys, you guys need to start paying for advertising, but Airtel doesn't have the best internet um, service, right? <laughs> Uh, that's the reason why I don't own an Airtel line, if I'm, if I'm really <laughs> honest. Uh, I mean, I'm, I had one. They lost me as a company. They lost me as a consumer, a customer, just because they offered very poor service. Mm. So the minute that possibly you have Free Basics on a more 
internet forward thinking network, maybe there'll be pushback here locally. Uh, although possibly because we have such a small market and our developers aren't necessarily competing with each other. Yeah, it so could it's... be that, you know, you just have one major player in the space and they will just be happy to benefit from the fact that people don't have to actually pay to actually use yeah. uh, their service, you know. So it could be that it, it may take a long time here for there to be pushback. I anticipate more pushback in Nigeria. In Nigeria, where they if, are. Mm. If they have problems getting onto the service. True. If, for instance, because Jobberman is there. If now a competing service would like to get onto Free Basics and they find that it's difficult, then the minute that happens, they will complain. There will be some noise, definitely. Of course. So, for instance, if I'm not actually sure, does Nigeria have their own search engine? Not too sure, eh? If they have their own search engine, but Free Basics has Google, this is an immediate point of concern. Yeah. As a collective, Nigerian developers should be saying, wait, why do you have Google on there Mm. only? Why aren't you actually promoting something local? That is what people should actually be looking at. So, for instance, if it was South Africa, uh, do they still operate? I have have not been there in a long time. Ananzi? I don't. Quickly check. (laughs) We're going to do a live check on this one real quick. I know, right? Let me just comment on the fact that Jay used Google to find the search engine. <laughs> okay, so okay, so if it's South Africa, if it's South Africa, um, you would expect that South Africans should be saying, "Wait, yes, we know Google is a powerhouse and the go-to. Yeah. It's the verb for searching for something on the internet." I was like, and. Oh. They should be saying, listen, you should have an alternative search engine yeah. that is local. Ananzi should be on Free Basics. True, right? true. Uh, assuming, you know, they're actually still developing. It comes product. back down to exactly mm. what we spoke about earlier mm. with, uh, on, the, on the car side. Yeah. With, with what Uber trying to do, isn't it? You've got a big yes. guy coming into the country. Yes. Fine. Facebook. So Facebook will be free. But mm. like I said, why have something that could rival something else within the country? Yes, Exactly. Interesting times. It'll so be interesting it's to see where this goes. There aren't social networks that are, yeah, of that course, are, are, mm. you know, of of enough of an influence on the continent to compete, True. right? And I mean, if we're honest, you know, we've all got social network fatigue at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't be on another one. <laughs> you know, just to be quite honest, the list that I'm on, don't I can't keep build up with. anymore. Please don't. Right? Don't unless I don't know you are. I don't even know what the criteria is. You just need to be blowing people's minds up. You can't be bu- building a clone of another, of another product to mm. actually do this. It's, it's not enough. True. So now, All right. aside from these uh, topics that we've already addressed, Facebook is actually being very shady and very, <laughs> I don't know, two-faced is the only way that I can put it mm. regarding these things, right? So... They're all about, quote-unquote, open internet, yeah. uh, more accessibility for people, all of this. Now, meanwhile, just last year, Facebook launched uh, instant articles. Okay. Because Facebook is no longer really just a social network. Facebook should also reclassify themselves, if one is honest, just like Twitter did. True. They're actually a news, news. Uh, platform. I know that at the moment there is a bit of a kerfuffle regarding uh, how they're curating things like trending topics. Yeah. Uh, there's a U.S. senator apparently complaining about the fact that they may be showing more, um, uh, what is it, liberal views more than um, conservative, conservative views, views. Yes. As far as trending topics are concerned, actually in influencing the way that people see yeah. what's going on and what you know affects them and etc we all already know that your feed is your feed it's catered to you and algorithmically there are computers at the facebook uh, uh skynet uh, offices <laughs> that are basically deciding what you see based on what you've liked before and yeah. who you talk to if you've ever wondered why you never see that one person that you've spoken to once uh, in your feed, it's because you've spoken to them once. once. Okay? Yes. And that's why you see the people that you speak to every day in your feed every day. Yeah. Okay. It's because it's an algorithm. It serves you what you like. Yeah. It keeps you happy, quote-unquote. Except when Facebook is doing an, an experiment. An experiment, yeah then. yeah. then it might make you unhappy. All right. Um, if you have no idea what we're talking about, go back. A couple of episodes a few, back. A few episodes <laughs> back. Okay. 
Now, the fact that Facebook has instant articles, meaning that you do not have to leave the Facebook platform to see news articles. So, yeah. for instance, Wall Street Journal, they were one of the early, early partners in mm. this. They uh, partnered with Facebook, in, well, a lot of media houses partnered with Facebook to deliver their articles on Facebook's infrastructure so that they, A, loaded immediately, and B, people didn't actually have to leave Facebook anymore. True. Which makes it a bit strange because you're a media house, a publishing house that at one point used to have your entire business based on print that you printed yourself. And now you're essentially delegating all of your publishing of content to, to uh, Facebook. a social network. It's a bit strange and a bit antithetical as far as the efforts that Zuckerberg is advocating, like mm. free basics, uh, saying that, yes, we want everybody to be on, uh, have access to the Internet, etc., 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 which is an adm admirable thing. True. Uh, I saw a tweet today from a fellow by the name of Alan Not Craig. Yeah. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you'd have seen it too. And he was talking about the fact that the Internet or Internet access should be a basic right for people. We talked about this a while back regarding, you know, the advantages of having access to Wikipedia. Mm. Because today, you will not really find Encyclopedia Britannica in True. people's homes. Yep. Yep. It's unfortunate, but that's the state of the world yep. right now. Okay, And honestly, print would not be able to keep up with how fast mm. information changes yeah, in not, today's not world. Anymore. It's, it's not possible. All right. So Wikipedia is an amazing tool for kids or even just people studying to have. If you are studying political science... You could have access to everything going on in the American elections right now, everything that's gone on this year in African elections, yep. including things that went down in Uganda. And if you're writing a paper, this is the perfect material mm. for you to actually source and cite in whatever your, your, your work is that you're doing. You can use very relevant modern examples for anything that you're actually studying. This is a great time to be in. A long time ago, if you're studying political science, well, you'd be restricted to what you can find in history books. True. So today's world is amazingly different. And so like Alan, uh, not Craig, was saying, the Internet should be treated as a utility, a basic right for people. Because to be honest, it's like education. Everybody should get it. And so it should be treated as water or electricity. Do you have water? Do you have electricity? Yeah, it's now, it's Do you almost, have Internet? It's now turned into a fight mm -hmm. for... If you want to use it, the users as water, there's a limited resource, even though yeah, people are born every day. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah exa exactly. But the fact is, there are only a couple of people, maybe two billion connected, mm -hmm. and everyone's sort of be fighting for that. these people. So you can see why, mm -hmm. the, 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 I mean, you're talking about this pushback and even things with, uh, with, with Facebook, because if they can get that number, then everything control everything. Sounds exactly. so bad, isn't it? News, exactly. like you said. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. got so you don't leave that platform now. Exactly, and You're it gets it gets. It's still news, but recently we talked about the fact that Facebook introduced Stadium, mm. so they could better cater for sports because sports is something that Twitter does amazingly yeah. well and way better than anybody. In fact, Twitter even got. A contract with the NFL. NFL, yes, we do. We, to we actually spoke about this, broadcast yeah. broadcast uh, NFL games, right? So obvi obviously, Facebook is looking to be the place that you live in, basically your your home online. You want to talk about sports? You wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wake up in the morning. You tell everybody you woke up. You <laughs> have breakfast. Show everybody your breakfast. All right. <laughs> have everybody like your breakfast too. <laughs> all right. So. And then, you know, you go to work and you can now use Facebook at work. Yes. And you come home and you can tweet about the latest Game of Thrones episode. And you can tweet about the release of Lemonade. And you can tweet... E. Uh, oh, sorry. Post. This is where post. Facebook. My bad. Uh, but you can post about, you know, the latest Game of Thrones episode. You can watch the game with a bunch of people and talk about it on Facebook. This is the idea, is that you're always in this platform. Because e. as long as you're there, they can throw advertising at yes. you. Yes. They can make some money because Facebook makes their money from advertising. And we all know now, advertising. Obviously, the fact that Facebook is driving to give Africans so much access to Internet is because they know we can be advertised to and they can make money off of us. <laughs> so now, I would say I'm not a fan of Free Basics. I'm more a fan of projects like we talked about this recently, Project Isiswe. Yes. 
Project Isizo, if you don't know, you can go back and listen uh, maybe three episodes back and find out about it. It's uh, an initiative in SA in South Africa that is trying to give Wi-Fi access to everybody. They've already covered a whole bunch of uh, Pretoria, quote-unquote, the city of Tswane. And there are places, I saw something great on Twitter the other day, Jay. Um, Somebody took a photograph of a Merc parked in a hood that is clearly not regular suburbia, (laughs) okay? And it's parked on the side of of the road. (laughs) And apparently this guy was basically leeching some free internet. (laughs) This was so awesome. If you you don't know, Project Isizo is basically trying to cover less advantaged areas in right. And this photograph was amazing because obviously this is a far more advantaged individual coming to a less advantaged area of town to get some some free internet. (laughs) See, that's what Facebook should be doing. Not free basics, just provide some infrastructure. Yeah, so Project Isizo, great initiative. I'm 100% behind that. <laughs> I feel like that's the way that we should be going versus the free basics. It, yeah. it, it's more like a walled garden because you've got them controlling which search engine you use, which yep. social network you use. Yep. Then even worse than just which social network you, you're using, they also want you to get your news from Facebook. Yeah. Very soon, we'll have kids who understand that you go to Facebook for news. True. You don't go to the Wall Street Journal. No. You, you don't go to Bloomberg. No, no. No, you go to Facebook. But how? Yeah, it's almost like a Google now. Anyway, it's interesting way this is, the way this is going to go. Wow, yeah. there we go. I mean, we'll keep watching this. Yeah, definitely. We'll see if at some point things don't necessarily work out too well. I, I don't know. I didn't know what to make out make of the recent shuffling of Facebook stock. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw this. We didn't mm. talk about this. No. Um, about two weeks ago, uh, Zuckerberg made another announcement. Essentially, the board at Facebook, have agreed to allow him uh, and his wife, essentially, to offload their... Sh- okay, they've declared oh, a new, a new okay. category of shares. Okay. okay, all right. And it allows the Zuckerbergs to offload their current mm. shares without Mark relinquishing his controlling stock in the company. So he's still able okay. to actually make decisions in the company yeah. whilst being able to offload his shares to be given as a new class of share. Mm. Something complicated like that. I'm not, a, I'm not in business. You guys who, are, who actually have business qualifications will understand better than me. You know? But, yeah, so essentially the idea was he wants to do a bunch of things, including curing diseases yeah. by... I heard about that, but that's from a few months ago, but obviously they had to go through board and make that decision. Oh, obviously yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So All right. announced right now, yeah, it's in support of his charity, yes, okay. yes. And this declaration was new. Uh, in saying that the goal is to cure all disease in his lifetime. All right. That's his goal. Like, these people with money, man. <laughs> Do you hear what he's saying? He wants to cure all disease, Jay. We're out here just trying to start up a company. <laughs> this man's trying to cure all disease. Epic. He didn't say Let's except go. one or except... No. no, no. All disease. What? Oh, hey. Big up. Big up we'll see. <laughs> and up like on the feedbacks side, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on it and see how it goes and, and what the reaction will be. There's yeah. bound to be reaction, definitely. Did I finish my? Hold on, I didn't finish my my thought. Oh, so oh. so anyway, with this whole shuffling over there, oh, yeah. Facebook, right? I've seen a number of companies where they've retained the same leadership. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Mm. So, for instance, Evernote has been doing badly in in the last few years. They've just changed up who their CEO is. Okay. All right. So sometimes somebody with, you know, the original vision doesn't necessarily work, you know, when there's a threshold point wherein their vision or their ability to stay on top of certain things kind of wanes and et cetera. I don't know what's happening with Facebook yet because Zuckerberg's basically had this company growing and growing and growing for a long time. Yeah. Despite, you know, how many people have come and gone Mm. underneath him. So we'll see how this goes, particularly after this move. But... Anyway, we'll see if they become, you know, the alphabet of the internet mm. or, you know, what, just a matter of time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be watching this. We'll be watching this. Anyway. Okay. Uh, what's the next thing we're talking about? Last thing, of course, locally. Oh, right. With, uh, right, right. with iSchool. Yeah. So, iSchool, 
Uh, Zambian company. Yeah. Zambian products. They make the ZU pad. ZU pad. The ZU pad. The ZU pad is a tablet, and it is used for education purposes. Mm. You know, uh, it's uh, available for schools to purchase, or for you to purchase as an individual for your kid. Uh, to actually use to learn this. It's got, you know, a whole bunch of interactive learning programs, etc. Kids are exposed to, you know, using a device, a smart device. They're able to do some exercises, etc. Yeah. Language skills, all sorts. Uh, anyway, the ZUPad is made by iSchool. iSchool have just announced that they've rebranded. Yes. I didn't actually know. They have offices not just here, but also in South Africa and in the UK, apparently. And so... To support them trying to actually go outside of the country and actually uh, attack foreign markets, yeah. they've decided to change their name. Um, I imagine even due to intellectual property issues because they're called True. school. I'm pretty sure Apple might own that trademark, you know, in a few territories. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably. You know, this I thing. Go. Yeah. Start trademarking everything with I in it. Yes, exactly. So they've uh, renamed themselves. They're calling themselves Moabi. Um... Am I right? Was it Moabu? Moabu. Moabu. This is okay. of tech trends, okay? High school yeah. brands as Moabu and positions itself to take on new markets. Yeah. Uh, Zambian born high school. Brainchild, of course, of the late Mark Bennett. Yes, yes. Launches its new name this week. Are following major successes in Zambia since hitting the market two years ago, the company formerly known as High School ZM uh, began trading outside Zambia as Moabu from mid January. Yeah. Uh, the decision, of course, to rebrand, like you mentioned. Um, the already renowned education technology business comes in readiness to take on new markets across Africa. Okay, now they've sold 15,000 tablets in Zambia. They've been actually doing quite a bit of work even in sub Southern Africa. Okay, funny enough, uh, uh, we are fortunate that we know someone who was part of the team when they were, when they were, when they were building up. So they've got, they do a couple of things, I know, in Swaziland, Lesotho as well, uh-huh. and places like that. So I know it's, in Zambia, this is the strange thing because we've always known. High school. Yeah. He's a, of course, Mark Bennett was here for such a long time, built up the name. So it's going to be interesting to see how the new name comes from. They, has, they haven't told us what the name means or anything along those lines. Um, okay, I, I, just, I just have a poor memory and there are too many things we talked about, but I think they do have more of an explanation on their new website. Mm. I believe. Okay. Jay, Jay quickly navigates over to yeah. their new website and we can probably gain some insight into that. But... I think, quite honestly, it's something that they had to do and is allowed in terms of uh, their new direction. Mm. I don't think the consideration of us locally here with our small population of True. people who actually know about the product even you know, counts when they're considering trying to go at international scale. So I think it's, it's more of an individual name than iSchool. I think iSchool... If I'm honest, I've seen open source projects with I in the name and school and etc. It was going to be definitely hard. Definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that name, you know, could be misconstrued or misunderstood in other territories at all. So I'm, I'm fine with them changing their name and even their site looks good. Yeah, True. Uh, their site looks good, very colorful, etc. I like that. I think the previous site was a bit more staid. Mm. It was less, you know... Uh, I don't know, exciting or something. And this one looks a lot better. I like how it looks. True. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm all for this rebranding thing. I like the fact that, you know, there's a company that's from Zambia that's actually doing well out there, you know, just like uh, Zorn is doing pretty well for itself. Absolutely, as well. Um, so, yeah. There we go. So, we'll, we'll keep it definitely an eye on them and see how the rebranding goes. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. be doing that. We'll be doing that. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast... Uh, we would love for you to continue listening to us. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do so now. You can use your favorite podcast app. doesn't yeah. matter what platform you're on. There's an app for you. Uh, go into your store, find a podcast app, pick the one that you like. I don't know. Pick the one with the nicest icon. That's cool. You can always do that. Yep. Then once you've got the podcast app, go ahead and search for us. Uh, we are the Tech Corner Podcast. We've got some beautiful artwork. You can see it quite clear there. Yeah, on SoundCloud, of course. Two seats in the J-Man. Yeah, uh, if you're on SoundCloud, if you prefer that medium, you can also check us out on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com forward slash Tech Corner. 
you can follow us there too and get the podcast directly into your sound your SoundCloud feed. Uh, you can repost from there too, share, like, tell a friend, etc. We would love to actually hear from you and you know uh, get your feedback if you want us to talk about more things that you know or a specific topic yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you think we talk too much about these autonomous vehicles <laughs> maybe the word uber has come out of my mouth too many times <laughs> we're, we're, we're uh, open to you know talk about whatever you want us yeah. to talk about uh if you are the one listener from macedonia we want to hear from you <laughs> i want to know what your story is <laughs> um maybe we should shout out a listener i've seen uh uh, TC Two Guns, I see you. We, we see that you've been listening. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to you. Thank you very much. We're glad to actually have you listening. Uh, and yeah, um, I'm on Twitter uh, at Two Cs T W O S C A T S. J is at the underscore J Man T H A underscore J Man. Um, our Twitter handle at Tech Corner Z M. We there would we love go. your interaction over there. Uh, we will be possibly posting, you know, a whole bunch of things, you know, uh, in the future now. Just try keep you know the in, the interaction going. going. Absolutely, you know, yeah. Talk to the people, tell your friends, all of them things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. All right, thanks a lot.